This episode of the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast is brought to you by the Resilient Teacher Roadmap Course, an eight-week online course for tired teachers to learn how to cultivate well-being and build resilience throughout the school year, not just on the school holidays. Because the truth is that the cure for teacher burnout is not self-care. It's actually systemic and cultural change, real workload reduction, and deep abiding community care. But sadly, that's not the world we currently live in. I believe we can get there, but in order for any of us to be involved in creating and receiving the benefits of those changes, we need to survive and function this term, this week, today. The key to that is building resilience and cultivating well-being through self-advocacy, self-compassion and transformational self-care, not just the Instagrammable kind. So the Resilient Teacher Roadmap course is a framework, not a prescription. It's not a quick fix. It's also not PD or an academic course. It's about your beliefs and behaviours and how they impact and keep you on the downward depletion spiral or on the upwards resilience spiral. Yes, you'll learn practical strategies and be given tips, tricks and activities to try at home. But even more than that, you'll learn the skills to continually take into account the reality of your life and work and to differentiate for what you actually need to support your personal well-being sustainably over the long term. Find out more at selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash roadmap. This is the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast brought to you by Self Care for Teachers, helping you prioritize your health, happiness and well-being so that you can thrive in the classroom and in life. I'm your host, Ellen Ronalds Keane, reminding you that you're a person first and a teacher second and you are allowed to look after you. Hello and welcome back to the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast. In this episode, I'm sharing with you a clip from the Resilient Teacher Roadmap online course. And it's the metaphor that underpins the roadmap and that underpins a lot of my work these days about approaching our resilience and well-being the way an engineer builds a bridge. That means knowing and planning for it to flood and designing a bridge accordingly instead of building a flimsy bridge and praying it doesn't rain. So you can find the Resilient Teacher Roadmap course in my online shop at any time, and I will pop a link in the show notes and the description of this episode as well. If you want to click away and um, jump on that, you can do it you know, on demand in your own time. You can sign up at any time and do, and do it from home. But I also want to invite you to join the Resilient Teacher Group coaching program, which is open for enrollment right now and starts on the 29th of January or the 1st of February, depending on which cohort you join. So it's a six-month group coaching program for teachers wanting support, encouragement, and community and building their resilience and well-being in 2022. Enrollment is open now and you can head to selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash resilient teacher to find out more. You heard Emma share in the previous episode of the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast how being part of the Resilient Teacher Group Coaching Program in a previous round really helped her to make some changes in her life and improve her well-being as a person and as a teacher. And I would love to support you this year to do the same. So here is a little snippet of my approach and my clients have found this a really valuable metaphor to help them reflect on their resilience and well-being set goals and to seek support when needed. So I hope you enjoy this clip about 
your bridge to resilience and well-being. So as you know, we've been looking at this metaphor of your resilience and your well-being as a bridge. We want to build resilience the way engineers build bridges, knowing and planning for it to flood and then maintaining the bridge and repairing it when needed. And so we can take that same approach with our life and with our well-being, knowing you know, there's going to be expected challenges that come up throughout the school year and then there's going to be some unexpected challenges that come up as well and life is going to throw us curveballs and that we can make sure that our life is set up so that we are not extremely depleted when those predictable challenges come up and then hopefully when the major unexpected totally out of the norm challenges and maybe even life crises happen then hopefully we are able to be not so depleted in the first place and then to maintain and replenish our resources as we go along. So thinking about that metaphor of your resilience being like a bridge, what does your bridge look like? How is your bridge doing? So one way you could just, you could just imagine this, right? You could just spend some time thinking about um, how you feel about your resilience and well-being and what you think it would look like if you were to represent it as a bridge, what kind of bridge would it be? Um, you could also do a bit of a browse on Google Images or maybe on Pinterest and have a look at some different bridges, find some inspiration that way, see if you can find uh, a bridge that represents how you, how you think your resilience and well-being is at the moment. So, you know, maybe it is a really rickety bridge, rope and wood and, uh, you know, like strung up between two cliffs. <laughs> maybe it's made of uh, a little bit more stronger structure. It's it's a nice wooden bridge, but it's not very high or it's only spanning, you know, a short section. Maybe it's curved. Maybe it's, maybe it's made of something even stronger than that. Maybe it's brick and, um, you know, a beautiful uh, brick kind of archway bridge. Maybe it's a bit more like a viaduct. Um, maybe it's a lot longer. It's got a few more support pillars underneath. Maybe it's made of, you know, even more stronger resources and materials than that, like concrete and steel and, uh, you know, spanning much larger uh, lengths and distances with a lot more uh, support structures in place as well. Lots of, you know, reinforcement beams and, and um, steel you know, wires and railings and all sorts of things to really solidly support this uh, structure, a really, really um, comprehensively uh, and very, very strong, comprehensively built and very, very strong structure. So what does your bridge look like? Have a think about that. Uh, It could be a journaling activity that you do. It could be just a, you know, a fun imaginative exercise. Or like I said, you could go and um, have a bit of a play on Google and see what you can find. Then I want you to think about what the environment is under and around your bridge. Is it a peaceful stream, a lake, or a raging torrent? Um, is it is your bridge close to the ground, um, or are there cliffs or a big drop or some other kind of hazard under your bridge that uh, you need to be aware of? So maybe you could do the Google image search as well there and have a look at some, you know, pictures of pretty streams and lakes or. Um, Tidal, tidal rivers or uh, rivers that have carved out cliffs around them so the bridge has to span both the 
you know, massive rock, uh, rock faces and the, the water beneath. Or maybe uh, it's a flood, you know, maybe, maybe what you're looking around and seeing is really bad weather, just constant heavy rain and water levels rising and rising. So think about what the environment is under and around your bridge, the environment, the external environment that is under and around your resilience and your well-being uh, as a person first and a teacher second, because both will be impacting your resilience and well-being. And then ask yourself what cracks are in your bridge right now that you need to address what reinforcement or maintenance does your bridge need? And this would go back absolutely to the five elements of the resilient teacher framework that we have looked at. But is it a DIY task? Is it something that you can, you know, grab a hammer and some nails and fix yourself? Or do you need to get an expert engineer involved? Somebody who understands more about the structural uh, things that need to happen to make sure that the bridge is sound. So what are the cracks in your bridge that you need to address? And how, how can you address them? Or at least to make a plan to address them. Really, really important. Don't compare your bridge to anybody else's. It's so easy. And I think um, I think our social media world makes it really easy to just compare, you know, other people's highlight reels to our behind the scenes. Um, but I also think in teaching, it can be really easy to fall into the comparison trap comparing ourselves to the teachers next to us in the staff room and they might be at a different stage of life. You know, you, you might be comparing your chapter one to their chapter 15 or maybe you've got caring commitments at home and they don't, they're, you know, um, young and single or maybe you're a first-year teacher and they're a 20 years experience so they're much more comfortable in the classroom with their practice. You know, whatever it is, don't compare your bridge to anybody else's because, everybody's situation is different um, and comparison is the thief of joy, right? And it also, I think it keeps us focused on those external factors that we can't control um, and and really, you know, reminding ourselves too that we don't always see the whole picture. So we might be seeing that highlight reel, but actually behind the scenes, their behind the scenes is just as messy as yours because chances are they're a human being too. Um, and then take some time to think about what you want your bridge to look like. So we've thought about what your bridge looks like currently, but then think about what you would like your bridge to look like in an ideal world. And then how can you make those incremental changes to the bridge to take yourself a little bit closer to that kind of bridge that you want? Recognizing that we there are no quick fixes and we're not going to get there overnight. It's not going to be a overhaul everything by next Tuesday kind of approach. But those small incremental changes, you know, maybe you've currently got a really rickety, uh, rickety old dodgy bridge that you wouldn't want to stand on. Um, and maybe you can just add some, some better, you know, better rope and better wood to make it a little bit more sturdy. And it's still, it's, you know, you're not taking it from this rickety old wooden bridge to a uh, Golden Gate Bridge steel structure. Um, but it's it's maybe now going to be something that you trust more and you're you're happy to stand on, even though it's still not as as secure and solid as you would like it. But it's it's the one step at a time that we're taking ourselves towards this, and we're we're really resisting those stories that tell us that it has to be perfect before we're allowed to use this bridge, right? Your resilience and well-being is an ever-changing thing. It shifts as the seasons of your life shift, 
And uh, we want to really resist those stories that tell us that we need to overhaul everything by next Tuesday or it needs to be perfect in order for us to be enough. None of those things are true. Um, And really, you know, it is those small incremental changes over time that add up. So what incremental changes can you make to your bridge to take yourself a little bit closer to the kind of bridge that you would like to have? And then make sure that you check in regularly with your bridge and get some support if you need it. So ask yourself on a regular basis, whether it's once a week or once a month um, or once a term, I think once a term is probably not going to be enough, but let's say once a week, once a fortnight or once a month, ask yourself, how's my bridge doing? And, and you know, what cracks are there? What do I need to do to address that? Um, and just checking in with yourself regularly and getting some extra support if you need it. Remember, an engineer doesn't build a bridge on their own. They design it and they are involved in the process, but there are others involved as well. And so you do not have to do this alone uh, and you do not have to feel like if you need some extra support that there's anything wrong with that because you are not an island. You are a person first and a teacher second and you're worthy of your own care and you're also worthy of support. So get some support if you need it. So if you would like some support with your well-being and resilience as a person and as a teacher this year, I have a bunch of options for you. Like I mentioned at the start of the episode, there's the Resilient Teacher Roadmap course, which you can do at home, on demand, anytime, and it's available in my online shop along with some other resources as well if you're interested, some free, some paid. So there's just a variety of options there for you. You can also sign up for one-on-one coaching with me and I'm taking on new clients this year, albeit in a limited capacity, seeing as I'm only working part-time when I return from maternity leave. But you can head to selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash coaching to find out more about that as well. And of course, I really invite you to sign up for the Resilient Teacher Group Coaching Program, which runs for all of semester one with fortnightly Zoom calls with me and a small group of like-minded teachers who are working on similar things. So you'll have community throughout the process. And I want you to just imagine what your life and well-being would be like if you felt confident in your ability to follow through and stick to the well-being and health goals that you set for yourself throughout the year, not just in the school holidays. And if you felt supported to unlearn and overcome the habits and beliefs that were keeping you depleted, like wearing busy as a badge of honor or people pleasing and martyrdom like Emma mentioned last week and Laura mentioned earlier in the season or waiting for the education system to change before you allow yourself to look after your own needs. Imagine what your life and well-being would be like if you had a mentor and a coach who truly gets what it's like to work in the education system and is 100% there to support your well-being and resilience as a person with no hidden agenda about meeting department deadlines or ticking school improvement survey boxes. And what if you had a group of like-minded peers who truly understood what you were going through and the changes you were trying to make in the environment that you're in, who were there to support you and encourage you along the way? That's exactly what we aim to achieve with the Resilient Teacher Group Coaching Program. We start at the end of January 2022, and I would love to have you as part of this next round if it sounds like it's a good fit for you. If you have any questions about it, you can always DM me on Instagram And of course, if you're listening to this episode, you know, after January 2022, there will be future rounds. So come on over to selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash resilient teacher to find out more. I will put a link in the description of this episode so you can click right to it. And as always, remember, you are a person first and a teacher second. 
and you are allowed to design and build and maintain a bridge that really supports you and you are allowed to seek help in doing so as well. You do not have to do it all on your own. All right, until next episode, talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast brought to you by Self-Care for Teachers. If you've enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify, hit the three dots, share it to your Facebook or Instagram stories and let your friends know that you're listening. And if something in this episode made you think about a teacher that you care about and you think they need to hear it, send it to them now. Let's spread the message of teacher well-being and together we can create thriving school communities. Show notes for the podcast can be found at www.selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash podcast. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram using the handle at selfcareforteachers. As always, remember you're a person first and a teacher second and you are worthy of your own care.